<laughs> you can't just throw in the big, bro. You can't do that, bro. You cannot do that. This is your boy, Big Mike. It's Ty Boogie from Boogie Down Podcast. Uh, the Sentence Project, it kind of reminds me of the Rainbow Coalition, which was an organization founded by Fred Hampton, which was just, it was like a multicultural movement in Chicago, and it was to bring the youth of like a bunch of different races together. So it was like a multicultural movement. And that kind of reminds me, it, it reminds me of that in the ways of they were focusing on lowering the incarceration numbers and keeping kids out of trouble. Like specifically kids, but they were also just focusing on the community. So I feel like they kind of go hand in hand to me. What about you? That's that's a fact, man. That's a fact. Got you. Are you going to edit this? Okay. Disproportionate, bro. Jesus. Well, uh... Thank you for finally saying the question, but um, I definitely do. I definitely do think that there are a disproportionate amount of Black and Latino people specifically killed by the cops because, like, when you just look at the numbers and you break down how many Black and Latino people there are in the in the country compared to how many are killed, it's just there should be zero. But the fact that there's any is too many, and um. Yeah, that's my main thoughts on that. But I kind of have an additional question to bring to you, just to play devil's advocate in a sense. Do you think that? Do you think that being incarcerated is saving some of these kids' lives?
No, that makes sense. Nothing makes sense. You believe that the bias is of lawyers and police officers dealing with the case affects the discretion used. What the fuck? Hold on. Do you believe that the biases of lawyers and police officers dealing with cases affects the discretion used? Um, it'd be like, in what ways does the bias of the, the biasness of the lawyers and uh, don't fucking cut me off like that. Well, I think what comes first before what role you play in society and what job you have and all of that is that you're human. And every human has, I don't want to call it racism, but I'm going to call it favoritism in a sense. And I feel that, like, depending on what type of human you hire to do a certain job, there's always going to be some sort of bias used in that job. So I feel like, I feel like, you can't let it affect too much, in a sense. Oh, someone called me. I'm my fault. Hold on, hold on. Give me, bro. My brother's gonna tweak. My brother's gonna tweak. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Bro, I was giving a good answer too. That answer was devious. Nah, you did. My fault. I just started the podcast like immediately because Michael was blowing my phone up. Uh, well, I actually fly, so... I'm so yes, I'm good. And I was literally, like, about to walk in. That's why I didn't play back. Uh, I love you. Love you. Bye-bye. Shut up. All right. Yep. I can't say it. Yeah. All right. Ask me a question again. Yes, bro. You, you don't want a clean cut? It's going to sound mad weird, mad choppy. It's not that deep, bro. Like, we got time, bro. Like, <laughs> how do you believe the bias, the biasness of lawyers and police officers dealing with strength? Um, I think what comes before any man or any woman's role in society and their job and all of that, what comes first would be their the fact that they're human, the fact that they are still a person before anything. So I feel like you can't just take that part away from the job and you can't expect them to not be human. So I feel like that is, of course, going to count into into something because everyone has a little, I don't want to call it racism, but I'm going to call it favoritism towards certain people. And I feel like that is obviously going to make what we think the job, the job should be harder. But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of an expectation you have to have. What about you? I'll take it, actually. 
Yeah, bro, you're almost done, bro. You, you got it. No, I just don't got time, you know? Sorry, child. The same. <sighs> yes, Michael. Yeah, that makes sense. I thought you said, how do I feel being poor? I was like, damn, nigga, chill. <laughs> and you don't need to know all that. Michael, just breathe. Don't, first of all, don't say on the paper. Just... Um, one thing I specifically know for a fact, actually, is that when you have your own lawyer that you paid for that is determined to take your case because you paid him money, him or her, as to someone who has thousands of cases they have to work, that they're working on and can't really give you the amount of time that they really need to to focus on your case and only your case. I know that changes a lot in the criminal justice system. And I know that changes a lot in getting a fair and equal trial because when your lawyer isn't prepared, that just changes the entire degree to which whatever you stand for is upheld at. And I know being poor, you know, there's a lot more things you gotta, like a lot different things you gotta focus on, like how your family's gonna eat as to a lawyer. That may not be the most important thing on your mind many times, so you may not be able to pay for that, and that just is not fair.
Well, uh, me personally, not that I've been through this situation before, but I would probably just take whatever I can because the most important thing before anything, before myself even, is my family and the people that I support, the people who depend on me. So I got to take care of them first. So if that means me doing a little bit of time for them, then I, I have to take that time. My fault, bro. My fault, my fault, my fault, my fault. I'm gonna give a chuckle. Well, um, just as a clarifying question, he implemented the laws of stop and frisk, or did he implement the laws of targeting males of color? He Like, he specifically pushed for males of color. Or is it that he pushed for more stop and frisks and the police officers chose males of color? Males of color. <laughs> nah, because that, that, that changes the whole question. But, yo, just so you know, ask that question the same way and then respond to me with whatever the answer is when I ask you that follow-up question. It'll lead to a more interesting conversation. I'll just ask it, bro. Well, just as a clarifying question, are you saying that he pushed for specifically people of color to be stopped first, or is it that he pushed for the stopping first laws to be a thing?
Well, then I think that is blatantly racist. And I think not in the least racist way possible. Maybe that is why some of the intention off of things like school shootings and different white or predominantly white crimes in recent history, like school shootings. Because if you look up the recent school shootings, I'm almost 100% positive that the majority have been ethnically like they were white. They're Eurocentric. And I feel that maybe if he wasn't focusing or if the focus wasn't so specifically on one group of people in general and it was just spread out evenly or even even if it wasn't spread out evenly because of course nothing's of course like of course nothing's going to be even but if it was just pushed in a way of stop and frisk people who are suspicious as to stop and frisk black people I feel like that changes everything but yes I think that is completely and like openly and explicitly racist Like, yeah, I just want to let you know that is not what Devil's Advocate does, but okay. I'm just letting you know, but I don't know. No shit. Um, I think it still has more work to do. I don't think it's anywhere near done, but I do think that it has helped and it has succeeded in the beginning of his goal, but I do not think it's anywhere near done. Well, I think in general, America has a lot of work to do with everything, with this entire, it's becoming a race war. And I feel like in general, America has a lot to do, but specifically this project, I think I think they have a lot to do as well. I think they've done a lot, but they also have a lot more to do. I just want to say that if you're racist or you support racism in any way, you should really look deeper into your soul and think about why you do. And if it's a family thing or if it's a thing that you just naturally feel. But God bless y'all. Follow, follow the Boogie Down podcast. Don't follow this podcast. <laughs>